Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. All right, welcome back. Sam Wakefield here with Close It Now. So first of all, I know that I have, uh, some of the recordings so far have had a little bit of road noise. So a couple things I'm doing, I'm changing podcast hosting sites so we can eliminate some of the noise. And also, actually, what happens when you become a top performer at, at your company, you get a new truck. So I'm actually driving my brand spanking new truck which has, right now I'm looking at 256 miles on it, which is cool because the sound, uh, the sound blocking from the outside is a lot better. So I think it's gonna be overall quieter truck anyway. So let me know in the, uh, shoot me a message and let me know if this is a better recording quality because I'm working hard to uh, up my game, so to speak, and be as professional as possible. At the same time, uh, if you're doing what I'm doing, you've got some road time, so it's a great time to utilize it for productive activity. So, on to the show. Today, I've got a really interesting, uh, a cool topic that's pretty interesting. Uh, it's about being putting things in the right order. When you're talking to homeowners, have you? let me ask you this, have you ever been in a situation where and I'll actually use an example of, of what used to happen to me, and it has happened not in the not too distant past. You sit down at the kitchen table, or you're just walking around, and you're doing your questionnaire, you're doing the initial interview, your information gathering phase of the appointment, and going through the questions, you start asking questions about the problems. And then instead of going on and, and letting them tell you about everything and going into the other questions, you stop in the middle of that and start talking about solutions to what they just mentioned. Before you've clarified, you just get excited because, oh man, I've seen this before. We fixed it here, here, and here. We can fix it here. It, fix it at your home, Mr. Miss Homeowner. It's going to be, this is the solution, and here's what we did. It fixed it so many times. Boom, there you go. And then what happens? You finish your investigation phase, and one of a couple, th several things could happen. One, that could be the solution, and that would be awesome. But how many of you have experienced this? You get to several more questions, and you realize that the problem they brought up, they don't even care about. It's a non-issue. You just asked the question, and they answered it. So you spent forever in this explanation about something that they don't, they don't care if it changes or not. So you've wasted all this time and energy and completely derailed the course of the appointment. And you derailed the conversation into no man's land, basically, that you didn't even need to go there. Have you ever had that happen to you? Or 
Here's an example uh, for uh, this. Uh, thankfully, it hasn't happened this year because I've learned, and it, you, as you learn, you get better. You don't lose. You either win or you learn. So I learned in this situation. So I sat down at the kitchen table. We did the intro. We did the agenda. I'm going through my questionnaire, and then I ask, I ask the homeowners about some different situations. Well, turns out it's a big two-story house. They've got two separate systems now, one upstairs, one downstairs, and they're contemplating changing both of them at the same time because they're the same age. They've both been giving them problems, so they just want to knock them out and get rid of the headaches. So I in, launch into this massive conversation about the all the technology available now and with our variable speed modulating equipment, we can do what's called zoning, where we can take out the two smaller systems, install one big system, and do it as a zone system, and overall it's gonna be more efficient and blah, 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 blah. Went down that rabbit trail for like 20 minutes, right? What happened though, and they're like, oh man, this sounds great, this is awesome. Well, as soon as I started evaluating the house, I realized, well, gee, the upstairs system is in the attic and the downstairs indoor system, the furnace and air handler is above the garage in two wildly separate locations with no way to connect any of the ductwork. So then I had to spend 10 minutes talking, telling them, well, you know, remember everything we talked about? Well, forget it all, let's start over. You're gonna have to have two systems anyway. And so it was just a, a one, a bad waste of time. Two, it made me look like I didn't know what the heck I was talking about. And three, and so obviously at that point they lost, definitely lost some confidence in me that I had to regain. Uh, and at the big end of it, they were like, well, okay, well that sounded great, now what? And so to kind of circle back to the now what, well, let's go through the same conversation, but we're looking at this times two now. And so there, uh, the, the whole, the, all of it could have been avoided had I just asked some for, gone through my system, gone through the questionnaire, asked the rest of the questions before I got excited and launched into solutions. So the point of today's episode is just that. It's like, do not, do not, do not, do not talk about the solutions until you've asked all the questions. Don't talk about how you're gonna change things and what you're gonna do until you've asked the questions and you've evaluated the house. So listen, just listen to, as you're going through the questionnaire, listen to what they're telling you. Listen with deeper listening. You know, very interactive, proactive listening is paying attention. Don't write down any of their answers until they're done speaking and then write it down. Really think about what they're telling you. Think about not only the words they're saying, but think about the emotion surrounding the words they're saying. You, you can start to really pay attention to their energy level as they're telling you about the different things because when they come across something that's an actual concern, you're gonna see their inflection change, you're gonna hear it, 
you're going to see their posture change, their facial features will change because now it's something that's a concern. It's not just a response to your question. So, and here's a great example of if you if you're still unsure about something when you're going through your questionnaire. And I use this a lot with rooms that have different temperatures. So the question on the questionnaire is when some rooms are cool in the summer, when some rooms are cool, are there other rooms that are warmer than the rest? And so when you ask that, most of the time you're going to get a yes. Well, it's, you know, maybe the office, maybe it's the kid's bedroom, you know, it's a couple degrees warmer here or there. And if you're really unsure if it's something that is, you know, a concern and, and you've asked, well, how so? Tell me more about that. Follow it up with this question. Say, okay, and I'll tell them. So I'll say, okay, here's a follow-up clarifying question to that. Is that a concern that you are interested in doing something about? Or is that just an observation that you've made? But if we didn't do anything about it, it really doesn't matter. That's of no consequence. And so ask them that. So is that a real concern? Is that a concern or is it just an observation? And let them answer you. Because, uh, you know, about half the time I'm finding that, you know, people will have, they've noticed difference in temperature throughout their house. But then they'll follow it up with, but you know what? Nobody's in that room anyway and it's never bothered us. You know, the kids used to mention it when they were here, but they're gone now. Or you get all kind of different answers. Or one time the lady, the guy was like, man, her her office is always warmer than the rest of the house. And then she chimed in and said, but I like it because I'm always freezing in the rest of the house. Don't you dare change it. <laughs> and so that's why the follow-up questions are important once you've asked your initial question. Ask those clarifying clarifying deeper questions is it important or are you just making an observation but but that's it so go but go through the whole process ask all the questions evaluate fully evaluate the home before you offer solutions because that that keeps everything in order that means you're in data and just flip a switch in yourself with, with yourself play this mind game you know, flip the switch and just tell yourself, okay, right now I'm in data collection mode. And if you're like me, you, you like to, you like to talk a lot and you find yourself, um, raise your hand. If you find, found yourself slipping into those modes of, as soon as they bring up something, you know how to fix, man, you just start talking about it. I find that a lot of people who were technicians or serv- like service techs or installers, Uh, that came into this industry from uh, straight out of being a tech or something like that really have a big problem with this because you're so trained and you're so ingrained and that's how you're wired is to fix things. You instantly want to fix things when you come across them. But in the sales process, you've got to use a little bit of self-discipline. You've got to space it out. That doesn't mean that you're not going to talk about it. What it does mean is the timing has to be right. You've got to find out if it's important. You've got to find out if the solutions that say nine times out of 10 that fix the problem, make sure this isn't the house where that won't work. <laughs> I mean, because how many times have you, you've, you've done something a hundred, literally a hundred times and then you go to that very next house that you think is built the same and it turns out maybe the framing's different, 
maybe the way the house is put together is totally different and your average everyday solution just will flat won't work there. Well, I know we've all experienced that. If you haven't, you just haven't been to enough houses yet because that is totally what's going on. And so that, um, yeah, you just got to see more places because they will always come across that unusual building construction, the unusual architecture that's going to change things. So that's the point of today's message is to go through the process, ask all of the questions, evaluate the house first before you offer solutions. Because while you, and the benefit of that too is you've asked the questions and you've found out what their concerns are. And you found out what they're wanting to accomplish and what their ideal project would look like. And then as you are going through the house, as you're going through and you're, you know, you're in the attic, you're in the basement, you're in the crawl space, you're in all the rooms, you're around the outside, you're doing your due diligence. That's also the time that you're referring back to what their concerns are and you're formulating your plan of not only how to fix the problem, but how to structure it into the right solution to offer them as a package. Because you, with this type of sales, you don't just offer a single, you know, 20 single items and ask them if they want to include it, if they all have to go together to fix the problem. So you're putting together in your mind and you're making notes the combination of things that are going to be the solution to their problem. And when you do that and you've put together this grouping of items, now you've got a bundle. People love bundles. You can do bundle pricing and no, then that completely eliminates the apples to apples comparison shoppers because nobody else is gonna be putting together these types of bundles and these packages to solve their problems. I guarantee you no one is going as deep as you are if you use the right questionnaire. If you use the right questions, you use the right forms, or, or just ask the right questions, no one's going as deep as you are when you're doing this. So when you put together all of the solutions, the conversation looks like they'll come back, you know, may come back with, well, you know, we wanna do an apples to apples comparison. You're like, now, Mr. and Ms. Homeowner, there is no apples to apples comparison because the other company is just going to replace a box in your house that blows air. What we're doing is we're solving the problems you said you had and fixing these comfort issues in this part of the house and in this part of the house and the humidity issues and you know whatever indoor air quality, whatever comes up, but you've put together packages to fix that. And so, and so you, you can see how there's no real comparison there. What you're comparing is kind of more like apples to sheep. You know, we're comparing French toast to steak. There, there's not a comparison. It's not the same thing. And so they, it completely eliminates that. But two, you've got a bigger project. And, and I'll tell you this, it's never about the money. In very, very, very few cases is it actually about the money. It's about them being confident that you have the right solution for their problem. They'll be confident 
that you are the right person putting together that solution and you're the right representative for that problem and be confident that your company, your organization is the right organization. Very seldom does it even have to do about your brand you represent. Yes, there are known brands and there are unknown brands, but it's much more important to represent the company as the that's what the brand really is. It's your company putting it together. The analogy and use this analogy, you know. And I, I told I've actually communicated this to a handful of people recently. It's like, listen, when you're when you're doing this due diligence, when you're doing this comparison. Sure, you've gotten other quotes. What you're really comparing is, this is not an appliance. So if you go to Lowe's and you go to Home Depot and you go to Sears and you buy a refrigerator and you bring that refrigerator home and you plug it in and and it doesn't work, you can blame the manufacturer. You can blame the brand because there was not, all you had to do was plug it in and it was gonna work or it was not gonna work. This is different. This is like, buying a brand spanking new decked out Ford F-150 truck but instead of getting it driving it off the lot this is like having it delivered to your front yard in 500 boxes and then it's up to you to find the company and the person who's going to put it together properly that's why factory training is important because you want to go with the guy that's you know, missing some teeth and he's gives you the cheapest price, but uh, maybe he's going to leave a few parts out or you want to go with the guy that's factory trained that knows where every single piece and part goes and why it goes there so you get the longest life out of your system. Because at the end of the day, if they've offered you what they're telling you is the same project for two or three or $4,000 less, but the system only lasts half as long and you have to do it again and do it again in the amount of time that my one system will last. Have they really saved you anything? Have they saved you money? Have they saved you time and effort? No, because we do it once, we do it right, and we take care of it along the way. And so that's the conversation that you can, when you're putting together these bundles like this and these packages and you represent the company and you represent your training and you're proud of the way that you do things and you do things with excellence, then you can have the confidence to talk to the homeowner about that on that level. And when you have that conversation with the homeowner, regularly you'll close the deal at thousands higher than the next competitor because they know that they're gonna get taken care of. You'll have people tell you, like I get all the time, we, even though you were thousands higher, we chose your organization because we knew we were gonna get the white glove treatment. We knew we were gonna get taken care of and it was gonna be done right and we weren't gonna have the headache of dealing with somebody who only partially did it or they were gonna have to be coming back over and over to fix the things that should have been done right the first time. And so that's how you have that conversation. That's how you have that there's no such thing as apples to apples conversation. Because it, you're, you're literally getting everything delivered to your house in a million pieces and you're choosing the person to put it together for you. Now, don't you want to pick somebody who knows what they're doing? So that is the, that's the rest of that conversation. But don't, but, and that's just it though. It all comes down to 
asking the questions and evaluating the whole project before you offer the solutions. Because in that investigation phase is when you put together all of the solutions needed. Don't be scared to literally offer every single thing in the same house. I mean, I have clients that, you know, most of the time people may pick an accessory, maybe two accessories, system enhancements, whatever you want to call them. You know, if it's an air purifier, if it's a, you know, improved air filters or, or, you know, whatever accessory it is, smoke, smoke alarm and smoke detector. But every now and then you'll have the house that literally will buy every single thing you offer. They will go with the best system. They'll go with every indoor air quality item available. They'll go with the, depending on where you live, the humidifier or the dehumidifier. They'll go with the ERV. They'll go with the HRV. They'll go with whatever it is. They'll just say yes. And you love those clients because that's when, if they, if you stop offering things, they'll stop saying yes. But those clients are going to say yes as long as you keep offering things. So have a lot of things you can offer. Because the thing with accessories is, it's like the great Wayne Gretzky quote. You miss all the shots you don't take. If you give people to something to say no to and give them an option for three or four accessories, there's a good chance they're going to at least choose one. Which is awesome because then that builds your margin. It builds your bottom line because you've paid for your overhead with the system. Now your margin on your system enhancement, that goes straight to the bottom line. So that's a very powerful way to increase your average sale is just by offering more system enhancements, offer more accessories. So uh, that's my message for today. Ask all your questions, do your due diligence, before you offer the solutions. That way you don't get it out of order. That way you keep your credibility up. That way you're not wasting time also. And by doing that, you build the biggest bundles, build the bigger packages. Then you can have the, there's no such thing as apples to apples in our industry conversation. Uh, Because we all know that, what, 1% of companies maybe are doing this kind of thing? Uh, Because it takes more time and more effort. But it's worth it because that's when you can see, you know, a 40, 50, 60, 65, 70% close rate. You can see your average dollar per sale going up and up and up and up and up. And the bottom line right in your pocket going up and up and up because then higher sales means higher percentages, higher commissions. And you keeping mama happy that keeps the babies happy. And I'll tell you, (laughs) like the great Zig Ziglar used to say, you show me somebody with skinny kids, I'll show you somebody who's a bad salesman. So that's it. We've got to, uh, we got to take care of the bottom line because there's no, that's the reason that we do this. There's no reason, nothing that says you can't simultaneously serve others with a heart of service and and compassion and, and really serve people but also make a fabulous income at the same time. I mean, where else can you walk in a house and walk out an hour later and have a, you know, one, two, three, four thousand dollar commission in an hour? Uh, there's, there's not many other places that you can do that. And that's what I love about this industry. So thanks for listening. We are now in 11 countries all, over, all around the world. 
We are at, uh, what's the latest number, 1,700 listens, uh, plays on the podcast at this point, and things are only growing from here. So check out closeitnow.net. That is the place for all of all the resources. I am actively working on launching my, I've got a group coaching and a private coaching program that I am, I'm launching here in probably about two weeks. So if you want to know more about that, reach out to me. We'll have, we'll do a discovery call, uh, see if I see if that would be a good fit. And if one of those programs might be a good fit for you to uh, double, triple, quadruple your sales this year. Let's, let's see if we can double, triple your income this year. Who doesn't want to double your close rate, double your income, and uh, it really make it some mind-blowing shifts because that's what my clients do. So anyway, reach out to me at uh, sam at closeitnow.net, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.